We're live. Mark, thanks for coming in. My pleasure. Yeah. Always good to be back in London. Yeah, you've been here a good few times. You lived here, you just said, didn't you? Six years in London, yeah, before yeah. I moved to Belfast, yeah. Whereabouts in London? All over. I was in working construction, so down at Greenwich. I ended up over Greenwich Blackheath Way at the end, but I was Earl's Court in the beginning, like all of us Southern Africans. And Yeah. Yes. Where did you say in Africa you're from again? Oh, Zimbabwe. Yeah. yeah. When did you move over this side of the world? In 1987, I came over to London for a year or two. Yeah. I uh, still haven't got home. Yeah. <laughs> at six years, yeah, and then 1993, I moved to Belfast for a year or two. Yeah. I'm still there. <laughs> so tell us all about Shaka Travel. Tell us all about yeah, well, I got to Belfast and I was homesick, wanted to do something different. I was a civil engineer and I wanted my own business. And I looked at various things to link me with Zimbabwe, link me at home. And I thought, and tourism in Zimbabwe is really starting to take off and boom. Uh, you know, you got some great stuff there Victoria Falls, the safaris, all the rest of it, and some great golf courses. So I set up. Uh, golf travel company and thought okay we'll specialize in long haul tailor made stuff knowing that it wouldn't just be Zimbabwe so we set that up that worked well we started doing stuff in South Africa and then we've just gone on to do a lot more Mauritius and Thailand Malaysia the States Caribbean Mm. it just sort of evolved over the last 25 years it's one of them businesses just from the house just looking at it 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 seems like a tough business to get immediate cash flow at the start would I be right in saying that yeah, we but but you know your customers are paying you before they travel. Yeah, um, it's not like when I was in construction, you're trying to get the yeah. money off the con- yeah. the main contractor. So you know if, if people don't pay me the money, I oh. don't send them the tickets. Oh no, like not in that sense. It's just like that you could be waiting a long time for your first sale. Yeah. is what I mean. Right, not yeah. to hold up on money, but I just saying it mm. probably takes a, a bit of hunting to get your yeah. first couple of clients on board. I was trying to work out how best to get it going, so I started placing a couple of small ads in golf magazines, and then I was driving along. And I saw uh, one of these AA signs saying um, golf tournament on at a local club in Belfast. So I went home, printed some little flyers on the home printer, and went and put them under everyone's windscreens at the golf, co- you know, at this tournament. Yeah, old school. Yeah, and yeah, really did. And then got a call, and a guy said, uh, you know, you want to go to Zimbabwe, and we got four of them on board from the course I'm now a member of, and we're having our 25th party in a few months' time, and I'm going to have him as a special guest. Is you know very first customer 25 years later I still know him Jeez, mm. it's, uh, it's been an amazing journey so tell us you said Zimbabwe was your first trip that was your your, your first um, package and yeah. what is your ideal client what, what type of people are coming to you I presume it's a bit more high end people definitely are, yeah yeah. No, we aimed at the higher end of the market without being sort of this snobbish and it's just people with a bit more money we, we, our average spend for a holiday now is probably about four five £5,000 a person for a two-week holiday um, and our demographic mainly couples going to Mauritius South Africa everything it's a holiday with golf rather than going to play golf in the sun Yeah, because well, you know, might as well get a Spain and Portugal it, yeah, I know a lot of people a lot of people who went on golf um, golf trips inverted cameras and mm. the golf bags never left the apartment for the week yeah, I can tell you a few <laughs> stories of that yeah. Yeah, so yours is like you actually get a lot of couples um, yeah yeah. And as you know, sort of our clients are generally 40 years up, a lot in their 50s and 60s, a lot are doing reasonably well in life and like their holidays, like, you know, a nice resort, 
good golf, nice restaurants and bars, and one, two weeks in the sun. And maybe in some of them are doing it twice a year. And we've got some customers who are going out for yeah. three, four, five weeks at a time as well. So we've got a lot of repeat clients. Like 65% of our business now is repeat and referral business. Yeah, because just moving on to that, I was going to ask you about some of the, the marketing structures you have in mm-hmm. place. And because you have a slightly older demographic that mightn't always be um, social media and digital focused, it, mm-hmm. it must be. Um, it must be very referral based type marketing as you, as you said and for the, the other percentage that you're you're trying to grab I suppose what are your main kind of marketing strategies for them well I got uh, Sean a guy you've met who's uh, like a product development manager on the ground here in London going to various networking events but some big golf clubs and developing relationships with a lot of people so that uh, uh, you know they um, have them in and we do evenings about our products uh, to people in golf clubs and things like that and then we're doing the usual throwing a huge amount of money at Google and uh, that's diminishing returns over the years you know the Google AdWords and overpriced now it is compared to it used to be Eldorado in the old days it was really cheap great way to get to people it's got gone the other way now so we're sort of moving back a bit more to things like print media really which you know it sounds old school but it's like cost wise it's becoming more effective again Um, and uh, the uh, Google AdWords it's it's just gone crazy over the years Um, I don't don't know where it's all going to end up but I can see people having to think a bit more, like you know, having Sean it's on the road. It's completely saturated. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. you're you type in just say golf trips, and I could get ten different ads in the first page. You know, you could get five at the top and five at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's but I just it's, it's a bit like um, these digital platforms. These they're like, it's like real estate, really. Mm-hmm. Um, when you get on early, you get a good deal, and as time goes on, it just becomes very very expensive and overpriced. Yeah. But it's I think it's Google's main revenue stream. Um, yeah. So. And I got a letter a couple of weeks ago about a discount for ads. So they must be really trying to push it. They must be struggling if I'm getting like a, I think it was a £120 ad voucher yeah, for Google yeah. ads. So they must be struggling. Um, but yeah, I worry for for agencies that are heavily reliant on PPC because I, I do mm-hmm. think it's... Um, everything is going content wise and I can see why there is more yeah. value you can you can create more engaging content rather than yeah. the PPC as I said it's overpriced and it's you're not really offering a whole lot it's just a it's just a click at the end of the day and it's hard to get people to click on it if there's no yeah. video or picture or some sort of a um, so, some sort of content to intrigue them you know um, YouTube we're doing more and so we go away um, myself and staff members we go play good courses around the world stand nice hotels and I just video it all just on the on the phone take little clips and we piece them together ourselves check them up on YouTube we're doing a bit of YouTube advertising that's sort of a newer way um, and it's more engaging for people as well little video clips of us on the golf courses chatting about it rather than uh, you know still advert um. as well it's more enjoyable as you said I know for your consumer but internally for the staff it's, it's a bit more fun when you see what type of con- what kind of reaction your content gets yeah and yeah. C- create a bit of morale around the place mm-hmm. do you find that um, technological changes interfering with your business a lot for good and bad I mean like we, we started when we were sending brochures out in the post <laughs> to people yeah. and faxing things like that so, and we've been all the way through to the website coming along 
buying some software and telling my brother, build me a website. And, you mm-hmm. know, he did that in the early days of the business. And it rarely worked. You know, one stage we, were, we had one particular product we were marketing. We were getting too many inquiries. So I couldn't handle them. I had to outsource the inquiries yeah. to another company. Um, so that worked to our advantage. Having the website means we can be located in Northern Ireland and sell throughout the UK and a further afield. We're in the middle of a project at the moment where we're building new websites, which are multi-currency and going to be targeted at different countries. So let's say there's a golf in Scandinavia, we'll be targeting them because we know they like going to Dubai. Yeah. So we've got a Dubai-specific website and we've got it in multi-currency and we can aim at people like those guys in Scandinavia or Switzerland or wherever it may be. Mm. And we, we're building, we've got about, I think it's 14 websites going to be going up in the next year or so. All of very, you know, very specific, specific niche websites. Yeah, contextual to the and, geographic location. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, so, you know, so yeah, technology is our friend if we keep moving with it fast enough but you can't stop you got to just keep running and keep well, running yeah. well for sure and from the competitive side from the consumer point of view I know obviously there's many platforms that allow you to book certain holidays just through apps and through online portals and different websites from that side of it do you think it's interfering um, with your business yes to a degree so what we're looking at is what products do we do so we're doing more and more events and tournaments and experiences where you can either buy it from us or you can't buy it. Mm. So you either find it, you buy it, and that's it. And, you know, that's a way forward. If you're just selling apples and your competitors selling apples, you know, it's a race to the bottom with Google and everything and so much competition. So as a business person, you've got to think is what are the products which you're going to be able to maintain margins, which are the ones you can provide service and quality to your clients. So you've got to invest heavily in your staff. So Mm. you need to have decent margins to provide service. So you've got to have products which you can make margins out of. So it's sort of we, it's pushing us in different directions um, and that you know that's what we've now got a golf pro working for us he's been with us five years he's off to South Africa this week on back to back trips doing a bit of tuition taking people out whining and dining Ernie L's mm. have wine estate all these sort of things um, and I see that as what we want to do as a business more and more create experiences rather than just sell holidays exactly uh, it's brand is everything really mm-hmm. if you're uh, creating that aroma um, for yeah. customer that just it's kind of, it creates a kind of monkey see monkey do um, yeah. effect and did I see actually did Stephen Ferris get involved with your yep. brand did I see yeah could you tell us a bit about that big Stevie yeah he's a great guy um, met yeah, him over the years yeah, oh, it was a shame when he got injured yeah a very premature career but he was a good bit of stuff absolutely and a wonderful guy and I've met him at a number of events and over the years and we got on great uh, he's very down to earth very easy to chat to mm. and with the Lions Tour to South Africa next year I said to him would he think of maybe getting involved we could do something together and we've just stayed in touch, chatted away. And he said, yeah, come on board as an ambassador. So, yeah, he's off to Dominican Republic uh, uh, end of March with his wife, organized a trip for him to go out there, play the courses while he's there. He'll do some of these videos and photos and all the rest. And we'll, you know, use those marketing and do press releases and everything else. So you imagine Irish Golfer magazine and these, mm-hmm. you know, to have a 
guy who's so well known in Ireland and, and lived in Ireland and there he's uh, a human interest story he's playing golf in the Dominican Republic at the teeth of the dog course and stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah. so you know we're trying to take somebody who's rugby but he's a mad keen golfer he's a member at Port Rush yeah. um, he's got the shortest backswing you've ever seen because yeah. he's so strong you know, yeah. he doesn't need to swing it hard yeah, at yeah, all yeah. Um, but just a cracking guy and we're really pleased to have him on board no it's a good strategy because mm-hmm. I was looking at it saying geez, you're collaborating with Stephen Ferris it's um, it's definitely a good route to have that kind of um, brand ambassador because, it, as I said earlier, it's not probably the easiest industry to, to make huge marketing campaigns for because your audience's um, your demographic is slightly older, um, so it isn't the easiest. So like, it's a very good strategy, yeah. and uh, I'm looking forward to, to seeing some of the content that's put up there. Yeah. Um, how do you find um, business back in Belfast? What's it like back there? As I said, I went to a university there. I haven't been there for a few few years. How is the city doing over there? Of us booming, you know, you've got just yesterday there was a big announcement about uh, big new film studios being built there. It's going to be second biggest studios in Europe outside of London. Um, already there's huge studios, Game of Thrones and everything being filmed there. So Belfast, you know, we've got more cruise ships than you can count coming in. The tourism side's booming. The Gulf is obviously having Rory and GMAC and yeah, yeah. Darren Clark, all the rest has helped. Um, um, so there's so many positives in the tail end of the, you know, we've, we've out of the troubles and into something, a new dawn. Uh, you've been up there, you've seen it. It's great crack, great people, uh, lov- lovely town. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really on the way up. Yeah, I loved it up there. I, I just thought it was a great town to go out in. Um, and they said the university side, I got great education up there, mm-hmm. uh, but in, in and out of university. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I thought the standard of education, I went to Jordanstown and done my master's in marketing up there. I just thought it was so hands-on and uh, lecturers up there were very mm-hmm. interested in life life after uni which you don't always get because yeah. uh, some of these universities are like businesses mm-hmm. but I have to say Jordanstown it was uh, it was it was exceptional and they really care about Belfast and mm-hmm. um, up north and uh, all the different places around Ireland really they just they just really care about where you're um, where you want to go and I remember when I said I was from Cork they were thrilled to, to have yep. me it's like no one from Cork it kind of was in our course before they're absolutely thrilled I suppose it's a good sign for them Yeah. Uh, yeah. if there's people from four hours away coming up to do their courses and mm. do you you said you work with Jordanstown if you want uh, to yeah I do with a charity I set up with some friends including a lecturer from a professor from Jordanstown Deirdre Brennan and her husband Gareth Maguire and I we set up a charity called Sport Changes Life 11 years ago um, and we work with young people in the community you know all the usual problems young people are getting into mischief and all the rest and we try to put them on the straight and narrow and give them support and help and we brought in 170 odd Americans to do their masters in Ireland throughout Ireland including down in Cork Galway Limerick and UU is the founding university partner of the charity and uh done a huge amount in Belfast working with at-risk young people and you, you've been an integral part of helping make that happen. That's brilliant and even from a recruitment side of you having that relationship with the, the university for your own help obviously it gives you a chance to connect with people in the university and yeah. just um, it's great for that recruitment side. Even every company should collaborate with universities you know because Definitely. there's so much going on besides just the academia side of it. Yeah. You know I think every business should do it and it's no harm I find 
and that it's no harm just to go go in and read an academic journal every so often and just study your area and people forget that a lot mm-hmm. but tell me Mark if I'm to book your services what is the, the journey the minute I pay the deposit or tell us yeah, the full customer service so you I want to go to Mauritius for a yeah. week or two weeks with my, my buddies somebody says oh you should speak to Mark and the guys at Shark uh, you want to go to Mauritius they really know it well yeah it's, it's a lot of it done over email now you hardly talk to your customers yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's changed a lot but we try and spend as much time on the phone get in and know people what they really want we package it up and then we'll take a deposit um, and uh, you know you pay the balance sort of a couple of months before you go away but we do everything from the flights you'll you'll be met uh, by people with a name board uh, assisted to a car private transfer to the hotel um, everything sorted out at the hotel your tea times booked golf everything else um, and any extras and bits and bobs and with a lot of the hotels we do a lot of business with them so our customers get upgrades and all the rest of it and looked after very well so we, we just uh, try and chat away and like I say we, uh, we we deal with the upper end of the market but we're not a snobbish company in any way I'm a very basic simple Zimbabwean who just wants to provide good quality service and my staff we've got that where well, we have fun it's a bit of a you know you phone us up it's a very relaxed fun process not a hard sell it's we want to make yeah. you happy yeah. and you know if we make you happy you make us happy because you come back yeah, no, exactly, because um, unfortunately travel, like I know yours is more niche, but travel agents don't have the best rep for a lot of them. It, it can be quite um, quite sales-driven and customer experience can be lost a small bit on that journey. Mm-hmm. But you obviously focus on golf and you need to provide that experience a bit more. It's, it's more than just a holiday. But you also provide different services as well. I, I was checking out. It's not just golf. You do other types of events, if you want to speak a bit about that. Yeah, well, we're doing bits and pieces. We do a bit of honeymoon and wedding stuff, which sort of bounced up from a lot of our customers going, well, my daughter's getting married. Can you do her honeymoon in South Africa or Mauritius? So we, we, you know, we do other things. And then uh, with the work we do with American colleges and bringing students in, we've started doing more event stuff so we're bringing the American colleges in they play uh, basketball soccer um, golf and bringing them on tours into Ireland and now more into Europe and we're looking to develop that and we've set up a basketball tournament uh, which the Sport Change of Life the charity and Schalke together we've set up a uh, basketball tournament in the SSE arena in Belfast the biggest arena and we fill that up for a couple of days every November and we have American teams fly in and it's filmed live back into America so we, yeah, we always trying bits and pieces you know it is to sit there and just wait for people to come to your door and keep selling the same old products you won't last long you've got to be moving all the time have to be innovative in in every market and tough question if I'm to book it separately book the whole thing separately Mm -hmm. um, will it come out a lot cheaper or will it just be a pain in the ass if I'm to book the whole holiday separately because I'm just saying you hear you do hear many people on the streets just say I'd rather book it separately than go through an agent I just want to know your your um, perspective on it it depends what you're buying if you, if I'm coming to London for a night or something and I can go hunt around on some portal website and find a hotel for a night that's great I come in here yeah, and that's fine but if you want it, if you're going in South Africa on a trip where you want safari you want 
Cape Town, you want your golf, you want the winelands, you want everything, and you want something to put together properly. We do that, but also we work a lot with a hotel, so we're getting a much better rate than you would get direct from a hotel. So we can make a margin, provide a service, and give you the holiday at the same cost as if you hunted around and did it all yourself. Yeah. But you're not going to have the pain of making the mistakes you make um, or you arrive in some foreign country and you book something with somebody and they're not there waiting for you. We're at all protected. You know, so if we went bust, you get your money back. Uh, you know, if we went bust and you were on holiday, the government has to fly you back here. So there's various things where booking with us is, is an advantage, but definitely there's never a disadvantage in, with regards to price. We make sure of that. If there was, we wouldn't be in business. Our customers are far too savvy to be just giving yeah. us money when they could do it cheaper in other ways. Exactly, exactly. I know I'm very interested in that kind of collaboration with hotels that you can get. It's mm-hmm. a bit like kind of phone uh, networks and just mm-hmm. say the car phone warehouse and stuff. Yeah, they can get um, they can get cheaper deals and mm-hmm. yeah, people don't realise it. And finally, we we leave it after this. What are the plans for the next few years? Are you opening up new t- sort of packages for us? I know you said you're always innovating, but is there anything um, very very new coming onto the market for you guys? Well, we'd, like I say, more of the experiential stuff, things like some of the golf tournaments having inside the rope experiences. So you fly off to, you know, not the big, not the major tournaments because they are so difficult to work with. But the smaller, look, I was just at the Mauritius Open. We can organize, you fly over there, mm. you get wined and dined, you're inside the ropes, you're right next to the 18th green on a floating platform on the lake watching the, the guys play you wind and dine you've got all sorts of special experiences and we can provide that for our customers and there's a lot more we want to do like that and like I say the Lions Tour for South Africa next year go and play golf and watch the rugby uh, you know we put that together for you so you know you've got a week between test matches you can go play Sun City and yeah, all the, all the great courses Fancourt Links and all the rest in South Africa so it's just keep creating more and more interesting and fun uh, experiences for our customers yeah the, the world is endless really what you can yeah. do with, with, yeah. with your uh, services Mark thanks a lot for coming in I appreciate it while you're over in your business trip in London so it was good to have you in and good to hear about your business and I wish you the best of luck for the future thanks very much Andy much appreciated take care